What's up, Digital Intercourse fans? It's your sometimes host, Devo, here, letting you guys know that on March 24th, we have a very special evening for you as Digital Intercourse goes live with two national touring showgirls. And throughout the night, if you tip, well, they'll strip. And Tom has also said that if you tip, he'll strip. So be sure to make it out to that. That is March 24th, $5 at the door, and it all culminates with a comedian versus dominatrix roast battle to end the night. That's a lot of bang for your buck, so come out Tuesday, March 24th, Lot 6, $5 at the door, Digital Intercourse Live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Digital Intercourse, the shame-busting podcast from the buckle of the Bible belt. My name is Tom King, and we are here today with none other than the responsibly seductive, globe-trotting, hot-shotting <laughs> Lauren Turner. Hi, I'm back. You are uh, back. Limousine riding, jet <laughs> airplane flying. Looking I'm as only she can look. I've been doing a lot of shit. <laughs> I've been very busy. And today is our fucktails, woohoo, sex in the news episode, and that means we are accompanied by Devo. How is it going, everybody? It's going just well and fine and dandy. What is going on in the world of sex? Well, we're going to start off with some uh, good news here for the women of Scotland, and uh, hopefully something that will one day wake, make its way to the United States. Uh, this is from FastCompany.com. Uh, Scotland becomes the first to make pads and tampons free for all women. Yes. Bunch of goddamn socialists. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's a pretty simple story here. There's nothing too uh, intense to get into. But effectively, uh, Scotland has cited that uh, these are necessary products for women. And uh, it just says here in the story that women spend uh, over uh, $2,000 on sanitary products. Uh, it doesn't say if that's per year, but I'm going to mm. like... Because it can't be lifetime. That seems way too no, low for yeah, lifetime. I don't know what that is. But uh, it just says $2,000. So whatever. Uh, I, maybe pads and tampons are just really fucking expensive in Scotland. Uh, but yeah. So uh, you, Lauren, I don't have, uh, Tom doesn't have any experience <laughs> I mean, in this. Uh, it, it, yes, we should be doing this. It'd be like asking you guys to bring your own toilet paper everywhere you fucking go. Right? <laughs> Like it's but you, you, got you have to poop and pee. I have to have a period. Now that that's what that's the only like correlation I have is like we should treat tampons the way we treat toilet paper, yes. right? Like that's or like paper towels in the restroom. Like we all need to dry our hands. Okay. Like, so th now that is the thing you you mentioned toilet paper. Uh, I have I will say at times I just it's 2020 I treat all bathrooms as genderless, uh, <laughs> and I have wandered into the women's bathroom at work, and there is always just a bag of free tampons it's not i would say that's such an exception yeah i just didn't know yeah. is it really i thought those were everywhere no like there's sometimes little machines and you can get the world's shittiest tampon well you got the world's shittiest toilet paper in there too so yeah, that, that wanna, at least is balanced yeah it's true it's true oh, you don't want a cardboard that, that, that's my question are they going to are they going to let you are they going to like reimburse you or are they going to like is it just going to be like government tampons? Yeah. <laughs> Cause, yeah. Cause that's going to be cardboard applicators. Right. We all have a certain taste and things that we like with all of that. I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of universities are starting to do this. Mm -hmm. I think it's you're starting to see it more yeah. in educational settings because it's just, they're a little more open to that kind of change. I, I'm just thinking of a uh, gun girl trying to interview people on campuses about that. And they're like, she's like, you just want to give people tampons. And everyone's like, yeah, I don't see the problem. I mean, the thing here in the States is like in several States, 
they're still taxed as a luxury item. Is toilet paper taxed as a luxury item? No, I think it's a necessity. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think that's so that should be that's a difference there. But okay. I mean, we all have our you know life hack. If you're ever like you know need a condom, just wander into whatever like gay dance club there is yeah. there, and there are always bowls of free condoms. <laughs> I true. was listening to something today, and I asked myself again why there are not condoms in straight bars. Why are they only in gay bars? Because only gays get AIDS. I'm like, they, yeah, uh, everyone's getting. Pre- I mean, there's syphilis outbreaks. It's madness out there. Like, I don't understand it. We should just give away just a few little things. It makes us all a lot happier, life yeah. a little bit easier, things that everyone needs. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start going to the health department and get some free condoms and just leave them at bars. Yes. Yeah. Just any bar. Just leave condoms. Bars? That, that should be, be like, the new matchbook. Since people don't smoke <laughs> in bars anymore. <laughs> yes. Just, oh. uh, just have branded condoms. Right. We've solved condoms We've and solved. tampons, Devo. What's up next? Well, let's go up to next. Next, uh, we're going to go to the Daily Star in this uh Piece here, uh, which this one is just full of advertisements in it, uh, from February 26, 2020. This is women share strangest things said to them during sex from odd requests to mummy issues. <laughs> I, I was a little offended by this. Number three on the list was, hi, my name is Tom King. And I was like, that's not. <laughs> that felt deeply personal. I did. Yeah, they, they were just sad that they were having sex with Tom King. <laughs> Never once has a woman been said, okay, let's move on. Yeah, no, no. Uh, This all just started. uh, This lady said uh, that she had a partner in bed, and he said that uh, he ended the first time they had sex. What was it with there? Is it telling me everything's going to be okay? Tell me everything's going to be okay! But like oh now see that, okay. that that would just lead it, I, I want to know yeah we need to know the inflection because yeah. if it's like that that's one thing but it's, if it's more like tell me everything's gonna be okay then it's just like really sad yeah. <laughs> just, either way it makes me sad yeah. uh, the second time he said uh, tell me you'll take care of me <laughs> Oh God! Like, did were you not swaddled as a baby? Like, what's <laughs> happening here? See, see, those are the type. If you need aftercare, that you negotiate before the <laughs> yeah. sex. Hey, when so I come, so they know what they're getting into. I'm gonna say some weirdly intimate stuff. <laughs> I know it's only the third time we fucked. I need you to know that. Uh, oh, wild. And uh, <laughs> I like this one. Uh, the one that says, "Please, I can't hear the TV when my head is in your crotch." <laughs> <laughs> like, shh. I'm trying to uh, are we still getting food after? <laughs> <laughs> All the ones that men had were just women uh, tolerating <laughs> and being like, okay, after we do this, what's next? Yeah, exactly. Are you going to take the trash out? So is she saying that during sex, like, are we going to get food after? Ka-donk, ka-donk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I, I do have a, well, it's not a personal uh, antidote, but it is a, uh, a friend's personal anecdote. Uh, she said that she was once with this uh, a boyfriend in years years gone by, and he said one night they were getting it on, and he said, I've always just wanted to do one thing during sex. And she's like, oh, all right, whatever. That one thing was when he came, he just yelled Pantera and threw up <laughs> rock horns. <laughs> and so, so, yeah, but at least it was like a metal band. You know, no one's going to be like, Menudo! Or something <laughs> like Street Boys! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, I guess if you have any uh, strange things that's been said to you, 
Please comment. Please comment on this episode <laughs> on uh, Instagram or Facebook or any of those places where you see it on there. That'd be great. I would love to know. We'd love yeah. to know. What was the strange thing someone said to you or you said to someone? Oh, God. Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like every time I was having sex with man, I was just like not listening or praying they wouldn't speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know, and I feel like I, I'm not going to get into the details. Somewhere in Oklahoma, uh, a few years in my history, there is a woman that I met on a dating app and never saw again that had to Google what Roll Tide means. That's ah! <laughs> no, 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 of course. No, no. Sometimes time. it just comes out. You don't. You don't know it. It is your like. Uh, Joy. When you feel joy, that's yeah. what comes out of your the mouth. The closest time Tom ever got to actually be offended during sex was when that same woman said, War Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. That's embarrassing enough. How else can we? Oh, we, we should ourselves? mention that one of these says that the guy took a call from his mom. Oh. oh. So oh, no. there you go. Uh, all right, so this next one, uh, boy, this this one does hit a little close to oh, home yeah, here. This is this is uh, uh, <laughs> this is from the HuffPo, uh, Huffington Post. Yes, whiskey dick is real, and here's what to do if it happens to you. Uh, spoiler alert: What to do if it happens to you is the really disappointing part of this episode or this <laughs> this uh, this story. Because I was like, yeah, tell me the fucking cure, and then it's like there, there is none. You fucking asshole! Don't drink so much. Yeah, yeah. I always love that. What's the cure? Well, don't do that thing that you like doing so much. <laughs> Fuck. I, I like that it's called Yes Whiskey Dick is Real. I'm like, is this a controversial take? I've never heard aware. anyone be like, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think like. <sighs> I think that there is sometimes this concept that whiskey dick was like guy. Well, some guys will say, I don't get whiskey dick and then uh, they, okay. maybe they don't, you know, if you have really good blood flow, you maybe don't. And then I think there are some people that think that maybe guys use whiskey dick as an excuse to get out of like, okay. uh, you know, maybe they're not in the mood because surprise guys aren't always in the mood. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, hmm. you know, is yeah. that, is they're that human beings that real? with emotions? Yeah, it's real. It's it, no, it is. Sometimes. I'm a human boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, um, but yeah, no, basically the story says that whiskey dick is real and it goes through the causes and it's, it, and it's essentially the causes that, are the same things that lead to why you get a hangover or a headache when you drink. It, it, it constricts blood flow. It dehydrates you. And as it turns out, in order to get an erection, you have to have good blood flow. Oh. Yeah. The funny part to me was that uh, it talked about alcohol decreasing your ability to focus. And so I just yeah. love imagining someone being like, yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just staring off. Yeah. Into well, okay. oh, what the fuck was I doing? So, this is the part of this podcast that uh, Devo actually tells you about himself. <laughs> oh, we don't get this much. Yeah, not very much. Uh, because uh, I will come out uh, and say that I, I am a whiskey dick sufferer. But the second version that they talk about where, like, I can't climax. Oh, right. Okay. And the other part is... Uh, I am not normally like an ADD type person, but sometimes in sexual situations where I think I feel like I have to concentrate, I do get that. <laughs> and it may not be from whiskey or booze or whatever, but music will do that to me. If like a weird song or something comes on, I'll be like, oh, it was weird that that like Jimmy Buffett song came on after Slayer. <laughs> and I'd be like, I get so distracted and like out of the moment that I just be like, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so Tom, any any issues? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, only once have I have I had the limp whiskey dick, mm -hmm. and I just I just 
Yeah. Powered through that. Uh, I, I just she was just really hot, and I licked her pussy until I got hard. That was that was my solution. That is my go to. More com- Yeah, more common than not, I've <laughs> it's had just the a time delayed dick. Really, it yeah. is. <laughs> more commonly, I've had the I'm hard but I can't get off. Yeah. And my my favorite story of that is uh, it was a friend of mine. We were not a couple, but we were friends. We hooked up a few times, and it was really late, and I was really drunk. And I fell asleep while she was riding me. <laughs> and I saw it coming. I was like, I may not be awake much longer. You take care of you. And she's like, yeah, I got it. I got it. <laughs> we had that much trust for each other. It's like, yeah. And so I like, I fell asleep and she rode till she got herself off. And that now, was that. There, there are a few more, a few more things in here. Uh, some of this is prescient to, uh, to Oklahoma. Cause those of you guys that don't know, story came out last week. Oklahoma is the uh, second most per capita weed dispensaries in the entire United States now. And they talk about a weed dick here as well. And uh, is that a thing? They said there are some studies that suggest that it has some of the same um, things that 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 alcohol would do. And it's called whiskey dick. It applies to all alcohol. But I'm going to say from uh, other experiences uh, that. No, I yeah, would say I this is an enhancement. Yeah, yeah. I, I get, would say I if get, anything, uh, that's where the distraction comes in. Maybe because weed will get you yeah. in some other headspace. Yeah. It will, but I, I can all, especially when I start coming down, I get really horny really easy. Mm-hmm. And once mm-hmm. I get once I get that high dick, it's strong. Yeah, I yeah. It's I, I'd say uh, any erectile uh, issues are usually just from fatigue. Yeah. Like you know. So, uh, but the the cure there's no real cure. But it's the same thing as if you don't want to have a hangover. Drink a lot of water. Drink water. water. You have a drink, drink a water. Pound of water. Learn to do chuggers. I will I will do like if I'm out and I do a couple shots, I'll just get a pint of water and I'll chug that bad boy. Chuggers? Chuggers. Just not chug- butt chuggers. Not butt chuggers. <laughs> Regular but if you old do chuggers. want some butt chuggers, you can check out our friends <laughs> over at peggingtoys.com. They've got hygiene products, lube, and all kinds of toys. Not just pegging products, not just anal beads, butt plugs, everything that you need for your backside door. In uh, a promo code digital for ten percent off at peggingtoys.com. <laughs> uh, and we should say that uh, they said that one of the things that pe- men try to do with this condition is they will turn to things like Viagra, Blue Chew, stuff like that. Uh, but it will not work because those products need blood flow right. to work. You're still working with the same materials. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't really, it doesn't really do that. Um, so you know, I guess uh, it does say that. Uh, Just don't promise anyone oh, some big. Show at the end of the night if you know you're going to get fucked up. Okay, that's I, just don't, I don't do that. Only people that know who I actually am will will understand this <laughs> comment, uh, and maybe throw the person under the bus that I'm talking about. But uh, they do say that whiskey clit is also a thing that exists. <laughs> and you can't get wet. Uh, no, that you can't. It delays the ability. It <laughs> desensitizes oh, okay. yeah. and. Yeah, that is uh, definitely a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> makes uh, sense. Yeah, it works makes sense. Man, works for um, men. You're like, oh, God, yeah, it's like my jaw is hurting. <laughs> like, you can only be down here so long. Uh, I can't hear the TV so you know between your legs. Yeah, uh, but yeah, same thing. I do like the one point in this episode. I see what I'm saying episode in this story where he says. Uh, maybe on the first date, have sex first, then go celebrate with the drinks. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I love that. There I love go. that yeah, idea. Think so, about how you structure your evening. You'll yeah. be fine. You can do it works well with dinner too. All right. Now, our next story here, uh, Tom supplied us with uh, a, a what is essentially it seems like a novel of an article. <laughs> <laughs> it's opinion piece from the New York Times. How to make your marriage gayer 
Same-sex spouses feel more satisfied with their partners than heterosexual ones. What's the secret? Now, uh, the basic argument in this uh, entire article is that there is a more, uh, there's equitable gender equity within a same-sex relationship Mm -hmm. that uh, supplants the gender dynamic of a typical heterosexual uh, relationship. And essentially it boils down. There's a lot of talk of chores in this, in this thing. And, uh, I don't, uh, so basically the article says, and it goes, there's many, many facets of this article, but that the gender dynamic in a, uh, heterosexual relationship sees, uh, the woman doing more housework, spending more time with the kids, things like that. And the husband is away from the home more. Uh, and therefore this leads to stress and tension and these are the kind of prop fight things that cause uh, fights in relationships. Um, just on that basic thing, like my interpretation of this is like, well, I get you're trying to go for a catchy headline here, but really what we're talking about is deeply ingrained gender dynamics. Yeah. Like yeah. that this same argument like could be made. They're focusing on straight men and straight women. Uh, like they, they're focusing basically on a system where the straight man is the, to use an old school term, the breadwinner of the family. Right. Which this same issue could be flip-flopped into this, you know, I don't know that the gender has as much to do with it as the roles. I think that even now, most families are Mm -hmm. dual income earners. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very rare. And so even then, women are still the ones who are like, buying Christmas presents for their husband's mom and making sure like everyone gets a birthday card, you know, like all these little things like women take care of. And that tends to not be a role issue. That is very gendered and women tend to, there's a ton of research on the second shift and it's essentially when a woman gets home, they start their second shift. They're doing the laundry. Like it doesn't like really everyone's working now for the most part. Um, in most families. So, and there's so many non-traditional kind of family structures, all of that. We would like to think it's, it's probably less gendered than mm-hmm. it was in the past, but it's still deeply gendered. Yes. And I, and I would say that the, uh, maybe an inherent flaw with this, uh, argument is that a lot of this research is coming from, uh, your, your data is going to be coming from areas where, yeah, you're going to have still those deeply entrenched mm-hmm. gender roles. Whereas, you know, uh, in other areas, maybe more urban settings or whatever, as opposed to rural settings, you might find that there is more equity in the relationship as opposed to that. I wonder how this works, though, if like, it's just a husband and a wife and they're both just total slobs and never do anything. <laughs> oh, it works out just fine. That's how it works at my house. <laughs> I, I just read so much. Uh, my favorite thing to do on Reddit when I spend a lot of time doing this every day is reading all these relationship posts. Mm -hmm. And the difference is usually on a woman's side. If a woman writes it, it's like the most egregious thing. And she's like, am I the asshole? And it's like, (laughs) no, fuck no. And he stabbed my dog. (laughs) And she's like, um, the one I read today was like, he makes over $200,000 a year. I make $50,000 a year. I take care of our kids and our household and we're still splitting rent and all of our expenses equally. Am I the asshole? No, you're not the asshole, right? Um, you sh- you're married. This is an insane question. But when men post, it's like, she clipped her toenails once while I was <laughs> eating cereal. 
<laughs> you know, it was no. just like, what? She's still the asshole. Don't clip your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> not while someone's eating cereal. It's, you know, it's, it's Captain Crunch, not Clipping Crunch. Come on, I man. I just see the, not that men don't have problems with women in their relationships. It's just the trend mm-hmm. I see more often in these kind of very anecdotal, qualitative ways is like the magnitude of these issues that women are facing yeah. tend to be just like completely on a different scale. Yeah. And, and this is a type of article that someone will read and they're instantly going to become uh, personally anecdotal to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is a hard time. That's the hard thing with trying to push, you know, like an equitable gender, uh, you know, agenda is because some of the people that might be on the side of pushing that agenda are already practicing that, and so they don't think that it's actually that big a deal. They're like, I'm doing it, so, you know, why why wouldn't everybody else? Like, uh, Now, there is a part in here, a little, little factoid, that says uh, that, uh, and it talks to, and maybe this is just a gender ascription coming in uh, and affecting these type of relationships, but it points to the fact that uh, while same-sex female relationships tend to have more equity. They also tend to not be as stable long-term as same-sex male relationships. Well, we move in after three months. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's but, kind of the But problem. the stuff that you were talking about, <laughs> the stuff you were talking about, my reaction to you earlier saying that, oh, well, the woman's coming home and she's buying gifts for grandma and all this. Like, I'm like, yeah, because why? Why are you doing that? You don't need to fucking do that. No one needs to do that. Grandma doesn't need a card. Cards, <laughs> like when I get Christmas cards, I'm like, what is this fucking garbage? Yeah, why are you wasting this? I know. Yeah. But Grandma see, that's what I'm saying. And that's what they're alluding to in the same-sex female relationships is that they put so much into the emotional investment that when if it's not returned, it causes strife mm-hmm. in the relationship, whereas the same-sex male relationships, and it's a difference between short-term and long-term. They said short-term male, like, are far more volatile, but long-term female ones are more volatile than long-term male ones. Mm-hmm. And there might also be a fact, like, I, like I'm speaking clearly as a cisgender, straight, white male. Oh, no, they're going to figure out who I am, right? <laughs> um, but there might also be the fact, I've always kind of thought this, like, in some of these long-term homosexual relationships, that you you are still working really hard for acceptance in this, and you are going to make sounder decisions in choosing that long-term partner as opposed to, you know, Billy and Katie who are getting married at 16 coming out of, you know, yeah. out of whatever, UConn High School or some mm-hmm. shit. So there, there's a little bit of a social burden. Call out Billy and Katie yeah, at UConn you know, High School. Well, you know, they're <laughs> sucking on a chili dog outside of Casey Freeze. <laughs> Two young lovers just doing what they please. I uh, will say, like, three months into my current relationship, I um, was talking to some friends, and I was like, you know what is so nice about this is that there is no gender roles when it's two women, like there's no expectation about who does what everything is negotiated. And that is like really, really nice. There's no, like none, nothing's baked in already. Not saying that either, not individually, maybe people don't, but collectively a lot of people do have certain ideas. And so for none of that to be on the table and for everything to be negotiated, it really is like a very freeing thing. It was really nice. It was one of the first things I really noticed was like, oh, we can both, and then we can even switch when we don't feel like doing, you know, like there's all this like flexibility there that maybe is not as, where like with toxic masculine stuff, sometimes men can feel threatened about certain things being taken out of their hands or I don't know. It was just something I noticed pretty early on. I was like, this is a very nice dynamic that I really appreciate. So I don't know. 
I do think there's some, but I think you're right. It's really, this is about patriarchy. Goddamn patriarchy. Yeah. Always keeping us down. Fucking Bill Belichick. No, Patriot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck not you, Patriots. Oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got, I got Typical man talking about football. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're all going to get a little bit gayer and negotiate our gender roles. Yes. So we negotiate. Let's solve somebody else's I'm problems. still not going to want to do the dishes, though. Uh, no. Who does? I know, I'll do laundry like a have, motherfucker. Hey, do you have a dishwasher? Uh, it is currently not working. Fuck that. I will burn my house down if my I, dishwasher quits working. Yes. I'll never. Agreed. I did that. I did that one uh, full year of my life. I had a real I don't nice think I've had a dishwasher for like four years. Fuck that no. in the ass. Mm-mm. And not the pecking toys way. The mean, the fun way. spirited, the, I was going to make way. a really bad joke, but it's okay. <laughs> but no. I was going to say, no, I do have a dishwasher. I've got a girlfriend. Oh! Hey, God damn it. Catch me down. And, hey. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on to this Reddit story. Yeah. Now that everyone that listens to your show fucking hates me. Uh, <laughs> Our listenership is just Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. The Dice Man. Uh, next up, we have a Reddit story here. Boy. Uh, what a pickle. What right? a pickle. Oh, yeah. I'm a 32 male having extramarital sexual relationship with my wife's sister, 27 female. I want to end hey, the... Hey, they're not 19-year-olds yeah. this time. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I want to end the relationship because I suspect she is developing some stronger feelings. Is there a best way to accomplish this without hurting feelings or being hurtful? Short answer: No, there's not. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing: the oh, like that pretty much sums up this entire like article. <laughs> but the best part that people kept focusing on, uh, and uh, is this: uh, my wife doesn't know about. It. He says, uh, "Oh, however, uh, my wife doesn't know about this, and I'd rather her not know." However, with a hundred percent certainty, I can say she wouldn't exactly do cartwheels if she knew. <laughs> I know she'd be a bit upset. But not to the point of fighting or arguing about it. Okay. Are oh, you foolish, foolish man? Are <laughs> oh, you foolish, foolish? But man. we should be clear. My question open, is: right? they are open. Yeah. But with that, is he lying to us or to himself? Like, who's he trying to fool here? <laughs> I think himself. Like, okay. So I decided to do something I don't normally do when we do these. I went to go find the comments. Oh, on that's that. some good shit. Yeah, okay. I love and it. It's just pretty much universally, you're fucked, bud. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Boy, this one was great. Look her dead in the eyes and tell her your pussy is whack and walk away. <laughs> Good job. Uh, this is why you come to Reddit. Yeah, this is why you Christmas come. is going to be great in that family yeah. next yeah. year. Oh, fuck. Man, uh, don't shit where you eat. Uh, she, this, this is probably a better device. She's going to divorce you. And then the guy next to this uh, says... Fake your own death, disappear from your wife and, and her sister's life, start anew elsewhere, and don't sleep with your wife's family. <laughs> I mean, uh, is yeah, that so, like an understood rule in open relationships? Like, don't fuck anyone's sister or cousin? Uh, I mean, or does that need to be explicit? I would say that that needs to be explicit. <laughs> like, I, as a general rule, don't do it without having that conversation yeah. first. Like, hey, I, your sister's hot. How do you, how I, do you I, feel? Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people hit on in the comments. Like, a lot of people actually, it was kind of like, all right, some people make fun of them, tell me he's fucked. Some people saying this can't be real, right? But other people are like, look, even in an open relationship, you need to be communicative about who you're getting with, right? And like, Clearly, if you're going to make the uh, leap to sister, you have <laughs> yeah. to know like that, like yeah. you know, maybe if you're not being as communicative and it's like, oh, the you know, the sexy garbage lady came by or something, but like this is a sis, the, the right. sister, or like, even if you don't typically have a conversation, this is one you should yeah, have this is one you chat about. This, this, this is, is an asterisk. <laughs> you're gonna make, you're gonna make it. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, what would you what do if Brittany fucked your brother? Do you have a brother? I don't have a brother. Brittany Imagine. has a brother. <laughs> <laughs> what would Brittany do if you fucked her brother? <laughs> well, she'd be real shocked. <laughs> Everyone he, would be he's surprised. A, he's a sex normie, so he has like a wife and a picket fence, and they have a family with. You know, they got they got that family photo where they're all wearing like khakis and a white oh, shirt. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So if he's um, fucking her brother, that's gonna be a shock. Nice. Uh, but she has explicitly asked me to not have sex with her sister. So like, <laughs> oh, she knew good. it had to be asked. Yeah. Uh, now, I know this is the man writing in here, but uh, my advice to this guy's wife when she finds out is, you know what it is, Tom. Uh, I, I feel like he is a chump. Yeah. And she needs to dump, dump that, that chump. <laughs> Lauren, we've introduced a new segment while you were gone. For most of our uh, Reddit, Reddit advice. It's always balls. leave them. Yeah. Just dump that dump. chump. Dump that chump. Dump that chump. Dump I that love chump. it. It's a chump dump. Classic chump dump. <laughs> Classic Every chump dump. Every single one is like, I, that's why I love reading the comments. Everyone's like, why the fuck are you still here? Uh, but yes, I am happy that you gave us one that wasn't involving 16 and 17 year olds yeah, for a change. Really nice. Or I'm dating a guy 90 years older oh than me. Oh my God. And then he's but, like treating me like a child. Like, <laughs> Okay, because you literally uh, are. Uh, God bless Reddit. You're oh, home it. of every horrible thing in life oh, and great it. things. Yeah. Like, you know, born great things <laughs> like this episode. Horrible thing. It has to end. It does. But thank you so much for having us, Devo. Uh, you got any things going on? We got a lot of things going on. When is this episode coming out? Because we never. Boy, know. that is uh, going to be. I think uh, we got Evan coming up next week. Oh, that's going to be fun. And then I think this. Quickie might be pretty soon, so this will we be. Plug our- I think this will be out before what you want to plug. Well, what I want to plug is March the twenty fourth at Lot Six, right in the Pearl District of Tulsa, Oklahoma. We are doing digital intercourse live. Bow, bow, bow. Live podcast reporting with myself, with Lauren, with Ashlyn, with Devo, with Landry. The whole kit and caboodle is going to be out and about. And our special guest tonight is going to be traveling showgirls, Blyra Spanks and Janet Xmas. They are on tour through the Southwest and Midwest, and they are coming to Tulsa to tell us their road stories of being traveling burlesque performers and sideshow performers and clown dominators. You've heard Blyra Spanks. Yes. She was here with us before. Check her out in the podcast archives. And so they're going to tell us all about their things. We're going to have a tip jar. You can tip us to get naked while we record the podcast. Some of us. Some of us. <laughs> that means me. Yes. And definitely Blyra and Janet. And at the end of the night, to top it all off, the headline and the main stop, the showstopper, the main event is going to be a roast battle between a comedian and a professional dominatrix. <laughs> Don't want to miss it. Lot 6, March 24th, only $5 at the door. And by God, we're giving you some bang for your buck. Now, do you have a fire a promo for whatever you want to plug like that? Oh, no. Tom is just so goddamn good. Uh, no, nothing yet. Nothing yet. So just yeah. but we'll announce posted. anything that Lauren has coming up yeah. on the social needs accounts for all this. You can catch me, brother, every, <laughs> every week on the Getting Greasy podcast, recorded in the same room with a lot more chemical substances on the table. Uh, you can also listen to us on the Sounds Tooth app, Spotify. What else? We're going to be on Stitcher. Stitcher. Apple. Keep keep an eye out for me, guest yeah. spotting on the People Persons Paper Podcast yeah. right here on the Sounds Tooth yeah. Network. But yeah, getting greasy and wrestling. Catch me on there all the time. Follow us on social media at Sounds Tooth. Keep up with everything. Take us home, Tom. Well, that's it for tonight. Thank you, Lauren, for coming back. Yay! Thank you, Devo, for us to the news. Peace out, you jump. My name is Tom King, and what you gonna do when digital intercourse <laughs> runs live on you? <laughs> <laughs>